Hey, it's Chris. And Kylie. We're just a couple of jerks who need help following Jesus. Our podcast is all about humility. And finding direction and purpose. Especially when life gets hard or things don't turn out like we thought they would. Welcome to Following Jesus for Jerks. Hello and welcome back. Man, it's been a while. Hi, Chris. Hi, Kylie. So good to see you. So good to see you. So good. We're at a unique time here. What do you mean? We're recording at oh, a unique yeah, yeah. time. I thought you meant like, you know, this era that we're oh. in. <laughs> Every, <laughs> it's always a unique time. <laughs> no, we're it's Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I haven't napped. I'm uh, feeling it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So if I, uh, well, that's I'm already- not hungry, so I'm, I, won't, I won't be I won't be that cranky. <laughs> <laughs> I grilled today for the first time this season. Beautiful weekend. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful weekend. A little breezy today, but I'll, 80 degrees, I'll take it. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Got the windows open. Oh, it's been it's been nice. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, CJ and I were up in Michigan for a tournament this weekend. Nice, and just nice. Just rolled back into town and grateful that we were able to meet up here and yeah. chit-chat for a while. Chitty chat. Chitty chat. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, we had a little little time before, you know, just catching up a little bit. I, I miss you, man. I miss you too. I miss you. I miss, miss the way your beard feels. <laughs> <laughs> we nuzzle up against each other again, opposite <laughs> sides of the room. They don't know that. Opposite I mean, you're against mine at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But I do, I do miss you, and I think, I think we pointed out a, a while ago uh, that. You know, when we started this thing, we stopped like, like meeting up, you and I. Yeah. Right. I mean, for the most part. I mean, we still every now and then, but for the most part, we've saved our conversations for this. And and you, what did you say? I forgot how you said it, but you're like, there's a little bit of like a performance in this. You know, so it's not always it's not always just you and I. Right. I, I yeah, I think we're pretty vulnerable. Yeah. 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 But. Uh, yeah, we're talking to each other and yeah, some other people. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. After last <laughs> couple week. of them. After last week. Oh well, yeah. Last, <laughs> so last week, what 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 what, we what had happened no, we, last week? We, like we had we no know. we had no episode. We didn't have an yep, episode. We didn't have one. Uh, it was partially poor planning. We just kind of last minute. We're like, oh shoot. Yeah, we don't have an episode for. And then, but it was also, yeah, we were. I mean. I think we could have pushed and done one, but the week before uh, we had we published an episode that was pretty impactful for my life. Same for me. Yeah, where we talked about like the the do, the doing versus sonship thing, identity versus sonship, and and you know it would have been we could have done an episode. I think both of us with our schedules we could have. I think there was one there was one time when we we could have synced up. But like we both we were trying to fit it in. Yeah, but we both realized this this would be the first an inconvenience to try and squeeze it in this last minute. We both had stuff going on. I mean, it was Easter weekend. Yeah, like there was so much stuff going on, and again, we could have like stressed ourselves out and done it. But there was something about the way that last episode landed that I think we both felt it. It was like you know, yeah, we want to be fa- we want to do this with excellence. We want to do this well. 
We want to do, you know, all the things that kept this going for the last, you know, year and change, except for that one, that one time when I lost the, uh, the episode. But <laughs> other than that, right, like we've, we've faithfully done it every week, but there was something that was like, you know, this isn't my identity. It's not worth stress, stressing over for me or for Kylie. I think I'm okay with skipping an episode this week. I think that's the difficult balance. And I I agree coming out of that episode and where kind of both of us have been recently. I think the, the balance is I do in the back of my mind, I'm thinking about, you know, there are people that are letting us know that this, our conversations have impact in their life and, and people that anticipate or expect, you know, listening to an episode on Tuesday. And so, yeah, through that whole struggle, that tension of, when do we find a time? What, you know, when's it going to work out? Yeah. You know, Chris isn't being flexible at all. And no, oh my gosh. <laughs> it was no Easter. But, <laughs> but just that it was probably one of the first times when you and I together, you know, separately, but I think even our conversations lended themselves that way yeah. of it's okay if we don't. Yeah. And so for me, it was kind of like, am I, Am I worried about exhausting myself and trying to make this happen, you know, or is it so that other people, so that I'm pleasing other people or is it just, no, this, this isn't working out, you know, this week, or I'm going to have to push some things aside, you know, family time, yeah. different things like right. that. And it's like, no, like, which we've, we've okay. done, we've done that. Oh, for dozens sure. of times, for right. Sure. We've done that. But there's something about this week was just, I, yeah, I don't. It I don't felt like we, it was okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we need to this week. Yeah, like we don't need to go through all that. And yeah, so I did have the I did have the thought. We, you know, I think you even brought it up, like putting everything on the table, right? Like, what if what if this is one of those things that you yeah. know doesn't continue? And and I, so that I even thought about that. What what are listeners mm-hmm. when an episode doesn't come out? Oh, did this end and right because we because we talked about <laughs> right, it right like, <laughs> yeah yeah but no i'm glad i mean i i appreciate probably as much or more so than our listeners i glean and gain and grow a lot from these and yeah same so even coming coming if, out of that if anything i'd say we're the we're the two biggest super fans Oh yes, super fan Chris, super fan Kylie. <laughs> oh, what do you super fan us of? Oh, our own podcast, <laughs> right? How many times did you download our last episode? No, it it's good. It's good to be back here, sitting in front of you, and yeah, yeah, talking through some of that. Um, but but it has been what three weeks since three or four weeks Just since least. we since we've last recorded, we last saw each other. Yeah, that's all. That's a long time for you and I. It is. Yeah, and missed each other Saturday nights and things like yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. So when I was there, you weren't. When you were there, I wasn't. Yeah. So let's get back on track. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> January first. <laughs> so there you go. Now you know why. Uh, both we missed last week's episode, and honestly, don't feel bad about it. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel pretty good. So, and that was one of the big things to. Like I said, come out of that uh, where we landed the last, the last episode. I, I, it's been it's been gnawing, like provoking me ever since. You know. Yeah. What have you? I mean, right before we 
hit record, yeah. like we've talked that that episode really factored into our own lives pretty heavily. Like what are the things that you've noticed or yeah. what's been your journey through the last few weeks? Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, it's, um, you know, the, the biggest thing, one of the biggest places, and I, and I, I can't remember, it's been a month since we talked about it, right? Yeah, so yeah. I can't remember how this was articulated, um, on the last episode, but I do, I do remember l- landing at this place of realizing how much of my value comes from the doing of stuff. And it's my value for myself, not God's value, probably not other people's value for me. It's me. Like I'm gauging how I'm doing by the things I'm doing. I'm gauging my value, whether it's my value to this podcast, right? Because, oh, we've done, we've done every week, my value to either of the church communities I'm a part of or even, even non-spiritual spiritual stuff like at work or this or that instead of just me you know i'm uh you guys know i've i've shared this in the last couple months i'm i'm in a new role at work and it's it that's that it's provoked some of that stuff right like i went from a role where everything i did was measured and 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 uh uh, like everything was everything was measured, and uh, what's I, don't, I can't even think of the word, but like every, everything was compared and measured, and I knew exactly where I was standing on any of a dozen and a half metrics m- for everything. Everything, right? Yeah. Ultimately, as a commission salesperson, right, I knew where I was standing based on my paychecks, right? Like, and I was killing it, right? Like I was doing great. And, but even, even beyond that, right? All the, all the metrics, like I had something to measure against and, oh, I'm doing this. I'm in the top percentile in this or in the bottom percentile in this or whatever the case is, right? I have a way to measure. So now I'm in this new role where there's not a lot of measurement, right? I, I've joked, I've joked with some people that my new role is a little bit like, like, okay, hey, you got promoted? Now go be great and go make our team great. It's like, oh, okay, well, are you going to measure me? Well, what's, what's, how do you measure? How do you measure that, right? And so I went from this high measurement, high value for targets and this and that and go to now. It's like, I mean, I, I don't imagine I can be a bum and keep my job, right? But there's not a whole lot of sure. measurement. Mm-hmm. And so- you know, so that that's been that's been phasing me a little bit, right? Of like, man, how how do I prove that? Like, and this is the thought: how do I prove my value to my boss, and not just to my boss, to my my peers now, the rest of the management team, and to the people I'm managing? How what what something? What do I? What can I do to prove that I belong here? Instead of the fact that I'm here is proof that I belong here, right? That I got promoted and I'm not trying to make this about me or anything like that, but you you know what I mean? Like, and it's changed the way I've been thinking about it, right? It's, you know what? There, there aren't measurements. I'm, I am expected to make our team better. So let me, let me, let me do that. Like without, without the measurement, let me be who I am, impact our team. And so even some of the fruit of that has, has been, has been changing, right? Where it went from, how do I do something quantifiable 
Some, like, how do you quantify making someone better? You can't always. I mean, it's a lot of it you can, but you, you can't always. Like, I mean, we talk about it all the time here. Like, sometimes being better is like taking a couple steps back. And it might seem backwards, right? And so, yeah, just relying a little more on, on being. You know, it's interesting. I think I'm, I'm writing stuff down as you're saying it because these are conversations I've had for the last yeah. week, especially, and really has almost kind of invigorated my heart in some ways. Um, whether it's a secular job, mm-hmm. whether it's you, us as, a, as individuals, or if we take it to the church world, I mean, all of this is very, very similar. Like everything yeah. in our industrialized culture is we've got to measure everything, right? We've got to. And so I think that maybe it bleeds down from, you know, the, the generalized culture, which would include secular jobs, industrial, you know, technology stuff where everything can be measured to that drifts into organizationally, you know, as a church, how do we measure, you know, people, how many people are here, how much money is coming in, all that kind of stuff. And, and then I think that just continues to drip down individually to we're producers instead of beers. And so, I mean, even the the stuff you said, what do you have to prove? What are the, um, you know, just being who I am and how do you, how do you measure that? You have, you sent me a text, whatever, in the last couple of weeks of, it doesn't matter whether you do one more thing in ministry, whether one more people, one more person meets Jesus because like because of, of your ministry, your value comes in God's creation as his child. Yeah. And, and so going from everything's got to be quantified to how do you, in your new position or leading a group of people as the church, like none of that stuff matters. It's about shaping and forming cultures yeah. and individuals and, and how do we, how do we best do that? And, and, and I don't think, I mean, I pulled this out of the office. This, these are the five, because that's hard. It's hard to like not measure stuff because it's so ambiguous to what we normally sense. So, yeah. so just in, a, in our church you know, we follow this and most people don't know this or haven't seen it, but these are the five quote unquote metrics we use growing. How are things going? Mm. How, how is the, is the church growing? Well, we're not a place that cares about how many people are here or numerically growing. We want people to meet Jesus, but we also want to send people. Yeah. And so these five are growing. Is there a growing esteem for Jesus? Is there a discernible spirit of repentance? Is there devotion to the word of God? Is there interest in theology and doctrine? And is there evident love for God and neighbor? Mm. Like you can't put numbers to any of that. Right. (laughs) Like, hey, go grow disciple, you know, make disciples. And and so, yeah, just listening to you say that, like that's the part I think for me. And again, I just took it from you making it about you to me, (laughs) taking it about me. of that's, that's where I feel like I haven't focused on that. Like when I talk about not my passion for the church, not my passion for Christ, but 
Like, what is that that stirs my heart? And what stirs my heart is forming and creating connections and yeah. culture and, yeah. and environment. And, and how do we do that? And, and, you know, stepping back and evaluating. And so, yeah, all those, yeah. I, I, man, I can't help but wonder, like with all the ways that we read about how the disciples like argued with one another and like, just didn't get it. Right. <laughs> right. I wonder how, like, you know, if they saw moments like the feeding of the 5,000 as like, oh my God, look what we did, right? And like, oh, this success. And then and then other moments of, you know, uh, Jesus told a crowd of people, you'll have to eat, eat my body and drink my blood. And they all left. And they're <laughs> right. like, oh, that one sucked. We missed it. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if, I wonder if they were guilty as we would be, right? I imagine if, if we were there in all of our humanness, I'm not saying that to be critical of the disciples. Oh. Like we would, we would be the same thing. Like, Ooh, you said what Jesus and cleared the room. Ooh, you know, like, like, Ooh, how was that success? Right. Or, you know, were they well, disappointed in those moments? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Oh man, we thought you were, mm. we had all these people coming and now everybody's leaving. And didn't, and, and didn't Paul say that 500 were told to go wait in Jerusalem? until the Holy Spirit fell. But on the day of Pentecost, there were only 120 people. Like, <laughs> like I, I, how, how, many, how many church services, how many church services would we have where, what's, what's the math on that? Three-fifths? Three-fifths of the people leave? Yeah. And we would call that success? <laughs> Imagine if your church got, th- imagine if three fifths of the people of this church left over the course of the next month and, and, and 10 days. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit says, now is the time to fulfill what was prophesied in the prophet Joel. Like, yeah. <laughs> Success is measured it, it, differently. I, I would, I mean, it's hard to measure. Yeah. Like you're saying, like, how do you, yeah. How do you measure a changed heart? Well, it's Absolutely. And I mean, there are people, well, let's talk about, there are people right now that we had a guy, we had a guy here a month ago that shared testimony, powerful testimony, and he's no longer here, not in this church. He's no longer living because of an addiction. Yeah. You know, there's, there's it is such a messier journey than I show up at church every week and I'm a really good Christian because I behave well. Um, And some of that has nothing to do with our hearts as much as just our environmental, environmental morality. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is how I was brought up and this is the socioeconomic status that I fit into. And it's like, man, Jesus seemed to not care about that stuff a whole lot. And so there's going to be an ebb and a flow in, there could be, I mean, God can do whatever he wants in people's lives, but how many people drift or walk away and come back or, but here, and and, and that's why at the core of what you do at your job, what we do here, what we do individually is a life that is in pursuit of faithfulness in relational connection to Jesus Truth, you know, in our context, truth being spoken. Like, I'm not going to, 
three fifths of the people left mm. because Jesus spoke truth mm. that was hard to hear. Mm. This makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. This doesn't jive with the way I want to live my life. Mm. So I'm going to walk away. Yeah. And so, you know, if, if we look at things as we are to focus on being, I mean, that's just, that's what's hit me so much in the last couple of weeks since yeah. that conversation yeah. is just like, why do I care what anybody else thinks? Mm. What are the metrics for? Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's, there's a little <laughs> bit of self-evaluation, but there's a little bit of self, self-pride in that too. Yes. Are we keeping up with the Joneses? Yes. Are we it's growing comparing. to, to yeah. 200 people on a weekend yeah. or, you know, whatever the number is. And I'm, who cares? Yeah. And, and even week to week here in this context, because we can have a room full of people or we could have 20 people. And I have to, it is so hard because I just, I love being around people. I like a lot of people here. I want people to hear about Jesus and celebrate Jesus together and be family and community. But I also have to step back and recognize God knows that there's 20 people here mm. and there's 20 people that need to hear about him and worship him together. And it shouldn't be, it shouldn't feel different Yeah. when there's more or less. Yeah. Because yeah. it's about forming culture, sharing truth with people that are here. And it can't be, there, there, there are nights when it feels like, man, I don't know if anything happened here. Just like not a whole lot of energy, whatever. Yeah. And somebody yeah. will come and go, man, that was not my message. Just <laughs> yeah, the night, yeah. man, the spirit of God, the power of the spirit of God was in this place tonight. And I'm like, what? Uh, <laughs> I like, mean, next, yes, next, I know. Next time, next time point it out. Would you? <laughs> right? And there's other times when I walk out of here and it's like, man, that was an awesome night. And, and sometimes it was, but yeah. that's probably not the experience for everybody either. Mm. You know, mm. but wow. why are the things that you and I or we individually do, why are we doing them? Out of faithfulness to him or out of a sense of sense of obedience to him or a sense yeah. of obedience to other people? And 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 we look back, right? Obedience and faithfulness, like you said, right? But we look at God's original mandate to us, right? It was love the Lord with your God, with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Like it's just... It's just be with him, love him, be loved by him, receive from him. You know, I think, I think even way back in the garden, like we were, we were made in his image, in his likeness for how many eons upon eons of time was it just the father loving the son through the spirit? The son receiving the father's love in, in through the spirit, getting blown away, and then loving the father back through the spirit. Before any angel were created, was created, before any any anything that we see or hear or exists were spoken into existence, that's been happening forever. There was no doing, they were just existing in love with each other. And then we were created in that image. I I believe even, I believe even, you know, God created all of earth and it was good, right? And then he created man 
and it was very good. And then, and man communed with God. And then somewhere along the line, I wish I knew how long it was. I wish we knew. I wish we had insight. But at some point, God said, it's not good that man should be alone. And he, cre- and he created a helper suitable, right? Like out of, out, of, out of man, created woman. I think, I don't know. I don't think I'm stretching theology too much to say this. I believe he created woman out of man to complete that picture of giving and receiving love. Sure. That the father and the son through the spirit have had since forever, right? That he created man and woman to, hey, exist together. Man, your 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 primary like love God, but also love this woman. Love woman. And and woman, love God, but love man. Right? Receive his love and give it back. And man, receive her love and give it back. And like, I don't know. It was never about doing. I don't think he ever, you know, he didn't he didn't create Adam and Eve to say, now do things for each other, you know? Well, even as we use the word obedience, yeah. you know, I, I feel like it's that, well, this is something I have to do, you know? And out of a sense of duty, out yeah. of a sense... And... Going perfect example, you know, a, a marital relationship. Like, shouldn't there be joy from mm. from the desire of being with that person? Like, I want to be yeah. with Teresa. Not, uh, I've got to do this now. Yeah. I mean, we're on Earth and we're all sinners, so there's the like, oh, I don't want to not spend time with her, but I don't want to take the gar- to this. It's take the garbage out or you know whatever. And there is that sense of obligation when it comes to obedience but more what should trump that every time is i just want to be with yeah and And, which is what our our experience with jesus should be i just want to be with and 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 even as we're saying this like obedience and love aren't opposites right i mean a matter of fact one stems from the other right god loved the world so he did something and gave his son right yeah he like love creates that yeah yeah he emptied himself Mm -hmm. of yeah his godliness to become a servant Mm. well like i said it's been good has been good all in all yeah these 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 last few weeks of yeah similar similar kind of thing it's like man what's what's my value And and i and i wish i could tell you that a lot has changed I mean, I've I have said no to more things. Mm-hmm. Actually, I mean, yeah, I, I've said no to more things that I I enjoy doing. But as far as like my walk with the Lord, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not reading any more or less. I'm not like, okay, well, let me just be still and know He's God right now. Like I'm still engaging with Him in the way I used to, like sure. still journaling and all that. But there's just a different bent. Like I'm not doing it to, to prove anything. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's, you know, that's been good. And and like I said, I, you know, if, if, if if anything, it's just maybe it's adjusted a few, uh, I feel, here's what I feel like. I feel like, like an internal rudder has been adjusted. Mm -hmm. 
so that when I do, when I do spend time in the word, in prayer, meditating, journaling, that it's, it's more like, no, yeah, it, you know, things have changed. I was gonna say nothing really changed, but no, it's, it's been more, uh, meaningful and, uh, and powerful in my life. Yeah. That has well, changed. and shouldn't that be? It is yeah. as God is in us, as His Spirit it dwells within mm-hmm. us. It should be that continual communion. Um, he made us to enjoy Him. That's yeah. an experiential thing. Yeah, it's yeah. you know, it's not a a duty and obligation thing. John, John Piper calls it Christian hedonism. Mm. Yeah, this this we're meant to enjoy God. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so how that has even been expressed to me, there have been some things that I've talked to some some friends about. I was part of a Zoom meeting. There were three of us on the call. It was about some camp this summer. And where are we going? No, not that kind of <laughs> and my friend was like, dude, it, that was what you brought to that meeting. And I'm like, I don't even remember saying or doing anything. And as we talked, you know, he just expressed similar to you and your job of like, there's not this metric. He's like, it's just your presence. Like you don't, sometimes you don't have to do anything. It's you're in the room yeah, and, there, and, yeah. and that, that's not a Kylie thing. That's yeah. a, a spirit of God thing. And I think we don't, I don't think that we utilize mm. or accept as you and I sit here where that's the struggle of, yeah, I was here, but I really didn't do anything. It's like, no, like you're just, and we talk about that with chaplaincy. Like you're not evangelizing in those moments. You may be asked to pray. You're a presence of peace in a Mm. chaotic or crisis situation with people. And I don't think we factor that in all that much. Mm. Not enough, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, success is a a funny thing to measure in the kingdom. Yeah. Just cuz our our idea of it is so it's it's upside down. It's upside down. And I don't think that's on purpose like I think it's just the best we've got, you know. Well, success just just even the term. Success has a landing spot. Yeah. And this journey of faith doesn't have a yeah, landing well, spot yeah, yeah. on this side. <clears throat> yeah. And so, yeah, the, the, the metrics don't really, what success does or doesn't look like. <clears throat> well, we, we see so many things of, you know, and again, I take this back to church culture, all the ch- church conferences all are led by, and you know, this is by mega church pastors and celebrity pastors and you know, gifted speakers. And it's like, yeah, that's like five percent of <laughs> churches across the globe, yeah, less than that, probably, you know. And so, yeah, just to think about what is success, what needs measured, and just being a son of God, yeah. I dig it. Let's keep doing it. Let's keep doing it. I'm glad that I'm glad that that was clearly a momental, um, momental, a momental, momental, Ma, uh, monumental, a monu- monumental, monumental. 
Can you edit that part out? No. I know. <laughs> uh, evening for yeah, both I, of I us. And uh, I'm glad to, to see and that, hear that we're... Yeah. And man, I hope, I hope listeners, I hope it's impacted you too. Like I hope that it's, it's provoked you and stirred you and, uh, challenged you to like, yeah, make, make, make the same kind of monumental stop (laughs) monumental, monumental, uh, adjustments. Yeah. Right. In, in, in our own hearts and your heart and we love you and, uh, see ya. Peace. (laughs) I'm <laughs> sorry.